Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Kevin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You will have to see according to the perspective of the kingdom of God to give the Lord his proper honor, his proper glory, his proper due. Amen. That he is the creator of all things. Hallelujah. So he created you. He's the king of kings. He's the, the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. So as long as 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 Soon as you awaken, <laughs> man, that's what awakening is. As soon as you come alive to recognize spiritual things according to the truth, you should begin to give the Lord his honor, his glory, and his due. Amen. We'll begin tonight in Psalms chapter 11, verses... 3 and 4. Psalms chapter 11, verses 3 and 4. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids test the sons of men. Amen. So this is just an apt description that God's throne is in heaven, yet he deals with with people in this earth realm, actually. Hallelujah. He actually deals with his people, amen, that we should represent him. We should carry his image, reflect his image, amen. And so the foundations, they're talking about the righteous foundations of God. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The righteous could not do anything if the foundations are destroyed. We've been talking about the Lord's house, building the Lord's house. The glory of this latter house is greater than the glory of the former house. And so we are getting closer to the return of the Lord. And so his house shall be filled with glory. And so the house of the Lord is to be, is to be built on righteous foundations. We found out that the foundation that God builds upon is Jesus Christ. Paul says, no other foundation can be laid except that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. And if anyone build, that they would have to build on that righteous foundation. Amen. Jesus said that when, when he asks, who do men say that I am? And they said, sons, say John the Baptist or Jeremiah or Elijah, one of the prophets. He says, who do you say that I am? And Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He says, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood has not revealed this, but my Father which is in heaven. And upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. So the Lord is building his house. The Lord is building his temple. The Lord is building his church. Amen. The, the, the people of God, part of the body of Christ. The, the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, the place for God to live and inhabit. Amen. It says the Lord is in his holy temple. Amen. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids test the sons of men. Amen. And so we just continue on that theme about the Lord uh, building his house. Amen. On the right foundation. Amen. And what is man's part? Amen. In building the house of the Lord. Amen. What is, what is man's Part, amen. If God is building his house, then what, what are we doing? Amen. The Bible says, unless the Lord build a house, they labor 
in vain. Many people working, laboring in vain or vanity if they are not building the Lord's house. So you have to agree with the Lord. Walk with the Lord. The Lord is dependent on you to a degree. Hallelujah. To get his will in this earth realm. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He rules from his throne in heaven. So the dictates of God, hallelujah, the principles of God, the truth of God in heaven is to be seen in this earth realm through the church, amen. And so the church is called Zion and heaven is called Zion and the mountain of God is called Zion, amen. And so Zion can be in heaven but also in his kingdom, Zion can be in this earth realm. Matthew chapter 12. Matthew. Chapter 12. Verses 22 through 32. Amen. This is how we want to, to start out. Amen. Because you're either with God or you're not. You're actually flowing with God, amen, by the Holy Spirit. A lot of people think that they are flowing with God, but they don't know how to flow, amen, with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It says, Then one was brought to him, Jesus, who was demon-possessed, blind, and mute. And he healed him so that the blind and the mute man both spoke and saw. All the multitude were amazed and said, Could this be the son of David? Now, when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of demons, or the prince, or the chief devil. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself will not stand if satan cast out satan he's divided against himself how then will his kingdom stand and if i cast out demons by beelzebub by whom do your sons cast them out therefore they shall be your judges amen their sons were not casting out devils but if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. So the act of Jesus casting out devils showed that the kingdom of God was coming upon them. Amen. In other words, the rulership of Jesus, the rulership, amen, of the, of the Lord. Hallelujah. The reigning of the Lord was seen as he cast out devils by the Spirit of God. Amen. Or how can one enter into a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and he will plunder his house? He who is not with me is against me. And he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. So he's addressing these scribes and Pharisees saying that he cast out devils by Beelzebub. He explained that is impossible and he also indicts them that they are against him they are against the kingdom coming they are against the holy spirit manifesting that blessed state of righteousness in other words jesus did the works of the father where god has already worked there was no sickness there was no demon possession amen when god created everything good the devil came and then the curse came. And so all this stuff, demon possession and sickness, is under the curse. The Bible says, Galatians 3.13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of, of the law. And Jesus, when he ministered on this earth, he ministered as a second Adam. In other words, Adam sinned, but Jesus did not sin. And so Jesus is the rightful heir. As one who did the will of the Father, he has an inheritance from the Lord. 
Amen. To bring the righteous state. Amen. To bring the earth back into order as he ministers to the hearts of men. Amen. Saving souls, healing those that are sick, casting out devils, bringing people into the, the, the state of order, the state of being blessed. Amen. And then it says, Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven man, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. So a lot of people say, well, this is the unpardonable sin, blaspheming against the Holy Spirit, he says, will not be forgiven in this life or the life to come. Amen. And so the Lord wants me to shed some light on these verses, on this passage of Scripture. Amen. Because many are guilty, amen, of blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. So the first thing, blaspheming against the Holy Spirit foments division against God's kingdom and his house. Amen. That he says, no kingdom divided against itself can stand. No house divided against itself can stand. In other words, a house divided is movable. It is, it is shakable and can be brought down. Amen. And so the devil uses division. Amen. To cause God's foundation to seem as if it is shakable. Amen. In order to try to bring down God's house. But God has wisdom ingrained in the matters that his house will not fall. And the foundations will not be moved. Amen. It is, it is part of the wisdom of God. But that does not stop the devil from trying to shake God's house using division. Amen. Using um, wicked wisdom to try to make God's house unstable. Amen. For people to be unsure. Amen. The house, amen, is not like what we say house. You know, we say our house. Amen. And we talk about, you know, four bedrooms, five bedrooms, two or three baths, you know, dining room, kitchen. Amen. That's not what God means when he says his house. Amen. The house of God is a place of worship and prayer where God can move in his house. It is, it is a place where his, his people let the king of glory come in. Our heart makes a place for God, because we don't know how to pray and we don't know how to do things. But if God, if we could yield to God and if we could use our faith, that it was God moving in the midst of us. <laughs> Amen. He's the mighty one in the midst where two or three are gathered in his name. He is in the midst of us. Amen. Mighty one, the Lord of hosts. Amen is able to save to the uttermost. Amen. And so ministry is to provide a place in the glory for people to gather so that the Lord can show up, amen, and show out to save, to heal, and deliver as his ministers give him place and as his people yield and give place to the Holy Spirit. Amen. So house also means that royal household of God. So when we talk about God's house, we're talking about his temple, but we're also talking about the household of God, which is a royal household. Amen. So in God's house, amen, 
It is, it is not about selfishness or vanity or the rooms being dedicated to people. It is, it is a place that is dedicated unto the Lord. Amen. So his house is holy. Amen. His, his house is pure. Blaspheme means to slander, to revile. It is evil speaking. It is sacrilege, the violation, the desecration, the profanation, which is profanity, of that which is sacred. Amen. Calling that which is holy, calling it common. Amen. So God's people are supposed to know the difference between holy and unholy. God's people are supposed to know the difference between clean and unclean. The Bible says that God had given it to the priest or the ministers to teach the people what is the difference between holy and unholy. What is the difference between clean and unclean? Amen. So those revile, those who blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. Think of it this way. Holy Spirit moves and people say that that was not God, but that was the devil. People speak in tongues. Amen. People say that was not God, but that was the devil. Amen. And so they are blaspheming the Holy Spirit. They're calling something which is holy and sacred and of the Lord. And they are saying that that is of the devil. Amen. So in this case, attributing the wonderful works of God to the devil. Amen. So Jesus healed someone. Amen. Casting out the devil, healing him. Amen. Blind the mute. Amen that he brought them back into divine order. Amen. He brought them back into a righteous state. Amen. So, attributing the wonderful works of God to the devil, this is to reject your birthright as the people of God. So, that this is um, healing, you know, it's the children's, Bread, amen. Deliverance, amen. The Lord has given it unto us. The year, amen, of Jubilee, the acceptable year of the Lord. Now is the accepted time. So healing and deliverance is part of your birthright, being the people of God, being the children of God. So to blaspheme the Holy Spirit, it is to reject your birthright. It is try to, trying to bring instability, amen, to the foundations of the Lord's house, amen. It is causing division as those who seem to be somewhat say that that was not of God, that was the devil, that, that brings division, that people are confused, amen, because someone that they esteemed said that the works of God were of the devil. Amen. And Mark chapter 3. Verse 29. So this is referring to the exact same things. This is just Mark is another witness of this. And Jesus said, but he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. In the King James, it says, but he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost has never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal salvation. Amen. So someone says, did I blaspheme against the Holy Spirit? Am I eternally damned? Amen. Is there a chance for salvation for me? Amen. And so I'm going to answer that question, but just give me a little time to layer it. But, but we do see a clue in this scripture where Jesus says that the person that does this is in danger of eternal salvation. Damnation, I'm sorry, that he that does such a thing 
is in danger of eternal damnation. So it, there seems to be that there is a chance <laughs> for the one, amen, who spoke what he didn't know. He spoke ignorantly, ignorantly. In Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16 and 17. We know this, that it is not a good thing, amen, to blaspheme, amen, against the Holy Spirit, to slander, to revile, to, to act as if the, the, the acts of the Holy Spirit, he is called the Holy Spirit, in contrast with wicked spirits, amen. He is the spirit of God. He is the spirit of Christ. He is the spirit of life. And so Jesus and the Father God are defenders of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit does not speak of his own. Amen. And so they will defend the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16 and 17. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau who for one morsel of food sold his birthright for you know that afterward when he wanted to inherit the blessing he was rejected for he found no place for repentance though he sought it diligently with tears amen so it's still looking bad amen for those who mislabel the Holy Spirit and blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Amen. So Esau is a, is a type of person, God says, that Jacob I've loved, but Esau I hated. He's talking about that spirit of that one that despised his birthright. Amen. So he, he hates that because the person that despised their birthright cut off all ties between them and the Lord. Amen. The Bible says that God is our Father for those who believe. That God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And by the Holy Spirit, we're able to say, Abba, God is our Father. Amen. We do that by the Holy Spirit. So the clue is, the clue is this. If you reject the one who brings forgiveness, how do you, how do you get forgiveness? Amen. So there are those who work against the kingdom of God, who divide his house, who seek to destabilize God's solid foundation. Amen. Who regard the, the natural, but reject the supernatural. Amen. So what is the solution? Amen. If we, have, if we have slandered God's spirit, what, what is this, the solution? Amen. Is there a solution? Amen. Because God's people are always talking, even things that they don't know. Amen. The solution that if you have slandered the Holy Spirit is to become a new person. <laughs> Amen. A different person than the one who blasphemed the Holy Spirit to be converted. Amen. For whoever that has blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Amen. If there's no forgiveness in this life or the life to come, then that person has to die. Amen. To themselves and to die to this world. That person has to be converted. That person has to be the biggest proponent of God and his spirit. Amen. He has to change. He has to be a cheerleader for the Holy Ghost. Amen. He has to become new. Amen. Because that person that has done such a thing, the Bible says there is no forgiveness. And so we, we have to stick to the word. We have to stick to the scriptures. Amen. Don't speak stuff that you don't know. Speak by Revelation, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The, the, Jesus builds his church on that solid foundation. He is the rock, and the revelation 
of that he is the Christ, amen, the son of the living God, amen. If you could get a revelation of that, not just what you think that you know, if you can go a little bit deeper that Jesus is the Christ, amen, the anointed one, and upon that rock, amen, the Lord builds his church. The devil, the devil is not able to destabilize God's church. He is not able to shake that foundation. Amen. So it is those who are in agreement with God that, that help God, so to speak. Amen. Those that are sold out for God, hallelujah, they are able, hallelujah, to be living stones. Amen. Part of the foundation of the Lord. Amen. Lively stones built up unto a spiritual house, it says in 1 Peter chapter 2, living stones. Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone, not deviating from the pattern so that the foundation would actually be the Lord's foundation. Amen. If I, as a minister of God, speak by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and by revelation of the Lord, so that the word that I speak would be the Lord's words, amen, that he would put the words in my mouth, that the Lord would witness that those are my words, amen, and not to say as he did to some of the false prophets, I did not put those words in your mouth, amen. Who told you to say that? Hallelujah. So it is the Spirit of God. It is the thread of the Spirit of God in your life that causes you to reproduce God life. Amen. That you are a godly seed. Amen. And the life in you as a godly seed is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you're part of the oneness of God. The, the old you is gone, lost, amen, done away with, amen. The old you, amen. The new you is of God, amen. And the life that we live in the flesh, we live by the faith of the Son of God, amen, and by the Spirit of God. He is the life of God within you, amen. So when you were born again, God gave you the breath of life. In other words, God breathed into you. Amen. And that life that he breathed into you to make you come alive was his life. If you can get that so that you can do his works. Amen. And so how are you going to do his works? The life of God within you by the Holy Spirit will reproduce the works of God, the works that God has already done, which are good works, which the devil came into this world and did wicked works. So now we have to save folk. Amen. But we could not save a fly. So the life, Holy Ghost, that is able to save someone, the life of God in the word of God. Hallelujah. John 3.16. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Somebody received that word. They actually are breathing in the life of God, the breath of God to become born again. Now they are animated by his life. Amen. And they began to do his works. Amen. Not of their works but of the Spirit of God, hallelujah. That is your refuge. That is your second chance. Second chance, you did a lot of evil. We all did a lot of evil. Before we were born again, couldn't help it. Amen. We were born into sin. Amen. So we have to become a new person. The example is the Apostle Paul. Saul of Tarsus was against Jesus and against his kingdom, even compelling many to blaspheme. Amen. So if anybody, amen, was to supposed to bust hell wide open doing all this blaspheming stuff, it would be the Apostle Paul. Amen. In Acts chapter 26. 
Holy Ghost, if you could get this, you could turn your life to the Lord, over to the Lord, whatever state you are, to be converted. Amen. Verses 9 through 11. Hallelujah. Acts, let me, do, let me find it again. Acts chapter 26, verses 9 through 11. Paul says, Indeed, I myself thought I must do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. This I also did in Jerusalem. And many of the saints I shut up in prison having received authority from the chief priest. And when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. And I punished them often in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme. And being exceedingly enraged against them, that's the devil, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. Amen. Saul of Tarsus, full of the devil, Amen. He did many things against the Lord Jesus and against the Lord's church. When Jesus saved him, he says, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? He says, who are you, Lord? I'm Jesus of Nazareth, whom you persecuted. So he was persecuting Jesus as he persecuted the church. Amen. In 1 Timothy. First Timothy chapter one verses twelve and thirteen. Paul says, and I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Although I I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor. And an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. So there, there is hope, amen, if you can be changed and to be a minister, get this, to undo <laughs> the devil's works, to be used of God, amen. Don't, don't cavalierly go on with life after you have blasphemed the Holy Ghost. Amen. Ask the Lord to save you. Amen. Because you are in danger of damnation. You are in danger of condemnation. You say, who are the ones? I don't know. God knows. Hallelujah. But it is incumbent upon you not to be that person. Amen. But to be someone who is used of God to give your all. Amen. For God to go the opposite direction. Amen. To get people filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. To find out all you can about the Holy Ghost from somebody that knows about the Holy Ghost. Amen. And ask the Lord. That's where revelation comes from. I found out that if a person be sincere, the Lord will answer those prayers. Lord, I want to know. I want to know about the Holy Ghost. I don't want to just say stuff, and I don't want to say what somebody else says. <laughs> Amen. Oh, Lord, hear my cry. Amen. I am sincerely calling out to you. God will answer. God will answer that, that prayer. So the big picture is that Satan is trying to divide and destroy God's house. You know that. These heresies, the, these, these um, unsound doctrines, Amen. Those things, trying to get the Holy Spirit out. Amen. To, to be such a friendly church <laughs> that you don't want to bring up the Holy Spirit and you don't want to get people baptized with the Holy Spirit. Amen. So Satan is using people. Amen. That are supposed to have the knowledge or some knowledge of God. In other words, the devil will often use people in position, amen, people of influence, people of authority, amen, that's supposed to have some knowledge of God and who have credibility in Christian circles, amen. 
So the devil is steadily trying to destroy God's house by destroying the foundations. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Amen. You have no place to gather in the glory. You have no place to be. You have no place, amen, to conduct the business of God. Hallelujah. So the key is that those people are honoring another spirit than the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit works the works of God. Amen. He causes divine unity. Amen. He pours out the love of God. He illuminates the word. He brings us into relationship with God. Hallelujah. According to, according to the truth, he brings us into fellowship and covenant with God. To reject the Holy Spirit is to reject your birthright. Amen. But everyone, everyone wants the blessing. So remember that Esau rejected his birthright. Amen. And so he was leaning on the flesh. He was, he was hungry. He says, what use? What good is this birthright? I'm about to die. He said he was not about to die. But his flesh was inflamed. And so he esteemed the flesh over his birthright. And so that was a teachable moment that God had chosen Jacob. Because Jacob esteemed the birthright. Amen. And so... In the end, when he wanted the blessing, he was rejected. So the blessing is tied to the birthright. So Esau wanted the blessing, but he had despised his, his birthright. And so he did not. Remember, Jacob got the blessing. Amen. He appeared before Esau. <laughs> Amen. And he brought his father some food prepared by his mother. And so Jacob... Isaac blessed Jacob, amen. And when Esau came, that the blessing had already been released to Jacob, the one that was chosen to receive it, amen. The, the one that was supposed to receive it. God says, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, amen. I'm the God, amen, of the living and not of the dead, amen. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 19 through 21. Amen. So we have a part to play as the people, as the people of God. Amen. To provide a place for God to build his house for us to be the temple of God, but also to be God built. That our foundation is the foundation of the Lord. Amen. So us individually and corporately, amen, we're supposed to have the foundation of Jesus. And the Lord is able to build us up as a spiritual house. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 19 through 21. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal the lord knows those who are his and let everyone that names the name of christ depart from iniquity in a but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver but also of wood and clay and some for honor and some for dishonor therefore if anyone cleanses himself from the latter or, or from dishonor, that which dishonors God and dishonors his kingdom, cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified, that means separated unto God, and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. So God could use him for every good work. God could use her for every good work. Amen. So let's examine it a little bit closer. It, it, it talks about that let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So if you name the name of Christ, you have to depart from iniquity. How do you actively depart from iniquity, which is lawlessness? 
It is by cleansing yourself from those things which dishonor God and his kingdom. Look at it this way. Look, look at the inverse. Amen. The inverse of dishonor is honor. Amen. So if you learn to honor the Lord, amen, to honor Jesus, to honor his kingdom and cleanse yourself from anything that dishonors, you will be departing from iniquity. People love for sin to be some vague, you know, ambiguous thing that you can't really, you know, grasp or get a hold of. I don't know if I'm sinning or not sinning. Some one person's sin is not another person's sin. God is so loving, you know. And so they, they, they talk this talk as if they don't know what sin is. <laughs> Man, they talk this talk as if they don't know what iniquity is. Amen. So you're, you're not showing yourself to be the people of God. Amen. So to be the people of God, it is, it is those who depart from iniquity. It says the foundation of God remains sure, having this seal. So the devil is trying to destabilize, to make unstable, to make shakable the foundation of God. But the foundations of God remain sure, unshakable, having this seal, God knows those that are his. And let those who name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So you have a part in the solid foundations, the, the, the sure foundations of God. Amen. So we see Jesus is the foundation, but we are lively stones built up into a spiritual house. And so we are part of that foundation, not of our own stuff, not of our own substance, but that which is by the Holy Spirit. That's why we don't, we don't blaspheme or dishonor the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so the foundation of God remains sure, having his seal. God knows those that are his. Amen. And so it is those who belong to God that are part of that righteous foundation are being built up on that solid foundation of Christ, which is not shakable. Amen. And so you will be a vessel of honor as you cleanse yourself from all the things that dishonor. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter six. Chapter 6, verses 14 through 18. Amen. So this is a second witness. Amen. So the principles of God, they are established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Amen. So this is a, a second witness. Amen. Of what I just said about cleansing yourself from all the stuff that dishonor so that you will be a vessel of honor. It says in verse 14, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness and what accord has Christ with Belial or what part has a believer with an unbeliever and what agreement has the temple of God with idols for you are the temple of the living God as God has said I will dwell in them. I will walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. So God has always wanted to be your God, but you had a part to play. That, that word idols, amen, it says that, the, that you are, what agreement has the temple of God with idols? So anything that you put ahead of the Lord is an idol, amen. It says, therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Amen. So you will be the children of God. You will be the people of God. Amen. God, the Lord is not ashamed. Jesus is not ashamed to call you brethren. You are the temple of God, and you allow God to come in. Amen. The Bible says, I will dwell in them. I will walk among them. 
I will be their God and they will be my people. Amen. So to be the people of God, the temple of God. Amen. That you depart from iniquity. No, no fellowship with darkness. Not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Amen. No, no fellowship. Amen. With Bela. Amen. But you being righteous. Amen. You provide a place for God. Amen. People say, I long. They say, how I long for the, the, the signs and wonders that God did in the Bible days or the signs and wonders that God did in the 40s and 50s and 60s of the miracles. Amen. Well, God says, here is the key. He says that I want to come in but come out from among them and be separate. Amen, says the Lord. Be sanctified, separated unto me. He says that I will move in that temple. You have made a place for me. And so God builds a spiritual house. Amen. And so it's being built on the glory. Hallelujah. That God comes in and he shows that it is his house by doing his works. You, you don't have to Make up stuff. Amen. You don't have to conjure up stuff. And you don't have to just be, um, Lord, what, what do they call it? Um, those, those motivational speakers. No change. Just make you feel good for a second. And send you back out there in your mess with your broke down back and with your limping leg and with the cataracts in your eyes. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. God wants to move. Hallelujah. God wants to bring divine order. God wants to heal you. Amen. Come to the house of God. Amen. Come to the place of God. Don't make God track you down. Amen. Come to the place. Amen. That provides an altar. An altar for the Lord. Amen. Malachi chapter 2. Malachi chapter 2, verse 15. Amen. This is talking about marriage. It is actually talking about marriage of the priest, amen, and his wife, amen, the wife of his youth. But it is the principle that I want you to see, amen. It says, but in verse 15, but did he not make him one? having the remnant of the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, and why one? He seeks godly seed or offspring. Therefore, take heed to your spirit and let none of none deal treacherously with the wife of his youth. Amen. So God made two to be one. This is marriage. Amen. And why did he make them one? Amen. To give back unto him godly seed. And so everything in this earth is to be one with the Lord and to be one with the things that God has made one, those institutions, such as marriage, such as the, the church, amen, the members, one body of Christ. Why does he make one to give him godly seed? And how does it happen? The Bible says the remnant of the Holy Spirit is there, the remnant is there so there is a a remnant that is present with the foundations of God so we talk about Jesus being the foundation and Jesus being the chief cornerstone but the remnant also of the Holy Spirit so it includes those people that are of the spirit amen and I'll explain exactly what that means they are of his spirit so the Holy Spirit is the wisdom of God that was there when God began to create. Let us make man in our own image. So the, the essence, the spirit of God, is that, that the devil cannot destroy. He cannot destroy the remnant of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so we are part, we are part of that remnant. Amen. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9. 
but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not here. So we're talking about the people of God. How do you know the people of God to have the spirit of Christ? Amen. The foundations of God remain stable, steady, established, having his seal. God knows those that are his. And how do we know those that are his? Let those that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity, cleansing yourself from everything that defiles, everything that dishonors. Amen. So those that belong to God have the spirit of Christ. So you cannot be against the spirit. You cannot blaspheme the Holy Spirit and claim that you belong to God. Amen. You either for me, Jesus says, or against me. You either gather with me or you scatter, you scatter abroad. Amen. Romans chapter 11. Verses 4 and 5. So this is when Elijah says, it's only me, Lord God. Everybody has um, torn down your altars, blasphemed. But in verse 4, but what does the divine response say to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 that have not bowed the knee to Baal. Amen. Even so, then, at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. So the devil cannot tear down God's foundation because of the remnant. The remnant, amen, is part of the Holy Spirit, or they are one with the Holy Spirit, amen. They belong to God. They have not bowed to Baal. And then in uh, 1 Kings uh, 1918, I believe, they have not kissed him. So the actual, the actual word was that they have not bowed to Baal nor kissed him. Amen. Baal is the spirit of the world. Amen. And so I don't have the time, but the spirit of the world is opposite of the spirit of God. The spirit of the world. You look for solutions in the world. And by giving credit to things, amen, that you give credit to, to the devil. Amen. And so God's people are the remnant that the, 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 the foundation is built along with Jesus. They have not bowed to Baal and they have not kissed him. In Isaiah chapter 28, this is the last scripture, Isaiah. Chapter 28, verse 16. Isaiah 28, 16. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, whoever believes will not act hastily. Amen. They will not be confounded. Amen. So Jesus, he lay in Zion a stone for a foundation. Jesus is that stone. He lays it in Zion. Zion is in heaven. Amen. The mountain of God. But Zion is also in this earth or in the kingdom of God. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. That is, that is the church. That is Zion. That's where the Lord builds, Amen. Or lays that that solid, that solid foundation. That that sure, that sure foundation. Behold, I lay in Zion, a sure foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, Amen. And so the Bible says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church where Jesus lays that that foundation. Amen. But we have to come out from among them. We have to provide that place for God in this earth. We cannot be joined with the people that are against God and that are against that are against his spirit. So Father God, open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our heart to understand 
and to comprehend, amen, to give our lives completely to you. Father, that you would raise up an army, amen, that you would raise up, Lord God, a precious remnant, amen, who will not deviate from the heavenly pattern, Holy Ghost, that stone, amen, which descended from heaven, amen. Kivila is ikan ribra bruba shebro, shebro shever, lavai, lavai, lavai. Mufir danda urta merubas ijuta ra akuba iweguna. Kui akenwangu siki uriba don ma emunida urabashanta borama, mishanta borama shanta biato. Yes, Lord. The Lord says, I am calling you up higher. Hallelujah. For you have languished in the, the, the ways of the world. You have languished in the ways of the world. You have camped out. You have salt, a place, hallelujah, that was not shakable in mammon. The Lord says, now mammon shall be shaken, hallelujah. In the world's systems, they shall be shaken, saith the Lord. From shaking everything that can be shaken to the death, which cannot be shaken or moved, shall remain. Hallelujah. And so the Lord says, your walls are falling all around you because you did not build on that solid foundation. Hallelujah. And so the Lord is giving you comfort and consolation and telling you what to do. Amen. He says that I have those, hallelujah, that are of my kingdom for they shine as the light. The Lord says that many of those that you have spoken against in time past, these are the ones that have designated to be your help, amen, to bring you into that way of deliverance. Hallelujah. It shall be the laying down of those things wherewith that you have blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now I'm setting you in divine order saith the Lord, and I am renewing your mind according to righteousness. Hallelujah. I've gotten a hold of your mind so that I can get a hold of your heart, saith the Lord. And so to, that would be one of the hardest things in the flesh, saith the Lord. But the Lord says that you're not to be a part of the flesh. I've called you shambo ego laato. Meaning, even to this ministry, hallelujah, for there are things attached to you that you need to be delivered from, hallelujah. They, shall, they should be broken off of you because that they are chains and they are shackles, hallelujah. Kobo, iba, 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 ebi, ala, o, emi, utamana. Many are under the influence of computers and internet. Holy Ghost. And chains are upon you. And you only go certain ways in certain directions, certain paths. Amen. The devil has you hemmed in. Holy Ghost. You know no other way. Hallelujah. But if you would be honest, hallelujah, those things ring hollow to you that you have sought after, hallelujah, in the midnight hour, in the quiet time, hallelujah. You know that you're not fulfilled, hallelujah. So, Shadabo saith the Lord, I'm giving you a chance, hallelujah. When you read that scripture concerning blaspheming the Holy Ghost, it looked like you didn't have a chance, hallelujah. But there's a chance for those. If you will give up everything for the Lord and follow his ways, hallelujah, to be converted into the kingdom of God and to be attached to those ministries, hallelujah, who know how to keep you free. Thank you, Father, for that word in Jesus. 
thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.